Hey beauty, this podcast is a powerful gallery of raw real life stories and the reasons that led these women to reach out to do a boudoir and glamour session and it was created to give voice to my clients, also known as bombshells, to share their beautiful stories as means of inspiration to other women as well. We also talk about body and mind wellness for the modern women with special guests. Welcome to the Bombshell Tells All podcast. I am your host and photographer, Daisy Teixeira, America's number one body image advocate. Hello, Bombshells. How have you been? Oh my goodness, today is such a cold day outside, but let me tell you, you're going to have a very, very warm conversation here today with my hot bombshell, Anita Jones. <laughs> well, so I am so excited that Anita is doing this conversation with us, like she's going to be sharing a lot of good things about her and this is the good thing about listening to people's stories is that you actually learn from them. And it, I always love, I love that part. It's part of my job too, because I love to connect with, with all the ladies that I photograph. But let me tell you something. Anita is not here with me present today. She's actually out there in Florida. Yes, that's another reason why I mentioned we're going to warm up the conversation because it's pretty cold outside. It's winter here in Maryland, but Anita is, is, not, Anita is there in Florida. And she's just shining on us here today. So, Anita, thank you so much for being here with us at the Bombshell Tells All, the podcast. And let me tell you, you are a bombshell. Oh, my goodness. We're going to be talking a little bit about your or photo shoot towards the end. But before we do this, I want to get to know you a little bit better. So, Anita... Introduce yourself to us, just a little, you know, talk a little bit about yourself and anything that kind of guide us back through your background. All right. Hi, Daisy. It's Anita. Hey, girl. Hi, Daisy. How are you? I am doing amazing, even better now. Let me tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like she said, my name is Anita. Jones. I did a photo shoot with her in February, I think it was, of maybe March of last year for my birthday. It was for my 40th birthday. At that time, when I was in Maryland, I was there for the COVID relief. And I worked as a CNA. And uh, while I was up there, I was studying for surgical tech, which I had already been a surgical tech for seven years. But I needed to be certified. So that's what I was doing. And on February 6th, that was a big day for me. That was one of the days I became certified. So now I am a certified surgical technician and I love it. I travel doing that now. And I am a fur mom of two, Nika, Denise, and Samson, LaVon. <laughs> yes, they have only. Of course they do. All, all your animals have to have names, you know? <laughs> yeah, they have full names. All they need is really, like, to be claimed on my taxes. They're so spoiled. I'm 40, as I stated before, and I, like I said, I travel, and I love it. I love being a travel school. I love being in the OR. It's amazing. It's amazing, I'm, you know, just to save lives. And it's kind of cool when you go in Walmart and you just say, 
I know you. I know what you look like on the inside. <laughs> it's kind of cool. I know it sounds kind of morbid in a way, but it's so cool to see inside a person <laughs> on an OR table. I'm not crazy in person. <laughs> this is amazing. I actually envy you for going into a profession that it takes, literally it takes human's life into your hands. So how did you actually got interested in, in pursuing this career, Anita? I actually got, I was interested in the, okay, so in the beginning, I was going to go for nursing. Nursing, you always have a job. In the medical field, you always have a job. When I took the test for, you know, where do you lay, where, where do you land, you know, on the spectrum of, of the medical care field, And it was surgical tech. And I was like, uh, I'll do it. It'll be a starting point for me. I'll go into nursing afterwards, you know, get a couple of years. And I could probably be an OR nurse or whatever. Took the class and I figured out that I really liked it. I was like, this is kind of cool. I like this. And there's no paperwork. There's nothing I have to do but know what I'm doing and know my instruments, know my procedures and things like that. I, and I love it. I love it. There is a, it's a very humbling, very humbling job. I appreciate it daily, it's, but it's very humbling. But I love it. It, it was just something that I kind of fell into and I just never fell out of, you know, I fell in love with it. I didn't think I would because I'm terrified of like dealing with death and dying and things like that. But my grandma, she, it was so funny. She, she would say, I don't know how you're going to do this because you don't deal with death. You don't deal with dying. I said, but they're not dead. They're, they're, they're pretty, they're still alive. As long as anesthesiologists. <laughs> but, you know, I love it. It's such an amazing, it's such an amazing and fulfilling career. And I am so glad I was, I was purposely put there. I love how you mentioned that was purposely, you know, yeah. because sometimes we don't, understand our path until we are there or we have we actually look back and we're like how did I end up doing this so for some reason you were guided in that direction and look at you you're actually doing something that even your grandma didn't believe you could do <laughs> that's amazing and you're definitely helping so many people so many people with your skills with the passion that you have for your job so I don't know if I would be able to do what you do Again, we never know what we're capable of until we actually have to face it. But I'm glad. I'm glad that you are there on this path of helping other people. And I really hope that you continue there for many, many years to come because it seems like it is something that you definitely love. Thank you. I think I think this is it. I'm going, I think this is, I'm in it for the long haul. I love it. I love my job. I love traveling. I love going and um, meeting new people, meeting and learning new things. This has actually broadened my spectrum of what being a surgical, being in the surgical field is. Sometimes I, I originally started in a really small hospital and I knew basic surgeries, general surgery and things like that. But it, it really gives you a different perspective when you get to do vasculars and things like that. It's, it's really, it's so cool and I just love it. Wow, this is amazing. Yes. It is important that we definitely love what we do as a career because we're going to be spending so many hours of our day 
in there for so many years of our lives. And sometimes this is something for you there. You, if you are listening out there and then you're still looking for something that is still, you still don't feel like it is your passion or your, your call, keep going. And like Anita, she actually got that guidance through, was it a test or, or like you mentioned, it was a test, right? Right. It was a test that she had to take at Concord, for Concord, for the school that I attended, you had to take a test. And it gives you basically a line where you will fall as far as during the, for the career path that you, you want to take. Unfortunately, I didn't finish at Concord, but I did get my basics at Concord and they ended up opening up a, a program at the technical college here where I live. And it was much cheaper. <laughs> that matters. It was much cheaper. And it was closer to home and I didn't have to travel so far. So, but I was, yeah. And I, and I just continually pursued my dream. It was something that, you know, I felt passionate about and I'm not a quitter. So I needed to finish it. My In the back of my mind, I'm like, I have to finish this. this is, I have to finish this race. I can't let it beat me. So I'm, it's kind of weird to say, but I'm, I'm in competition with no one, no one. I am not in competition with anyone, but if I set my mind to something and I'm in and I'm goal oriented towards something and I'm like, I feel like the world is against me. I feel like I have to beat the world. So I'm like, mm, yeah, let me go back and try that again. I'm not going to let you get that. You're not going to get that. From me. So something that is, that's said you hear, you know, you know, you can hear what a lot of people say. I find myself saying it as well. Now I can't let the devil have what he's trying to steal. So I, that's basically where how I feel about it. So I felt I felt about it. You know, I can't let him have what he's trying to take away from me. Undoubtedly, it must be something pretty good because he's trying to take it. It's mine, so I'm coming to get it. And period. That's it. I love your line of thought in there. It is important that we challenge ourselves. This is part of our growth and part of our path too. If everything was so easy in life, we would probably not give the value that should have we sh we wouldn't look at it with the eyes of wow i did it by myself i could i was able to do this and get to the end to the finish line so it is important that we have these and the fact that you mentioned that you have no competition other than within yourself this is very very important this is a very beautiful message to hear because This can be applied for any areas in your life. You should never compare yourself to somebody else. And we are talking about anything, career mode, like your body. Like I see this so many times once, you know, like what I do is boudoir and I'm always talking to many other ladies and there is always this concern about like, I'm not pretty enough, not beautiful enough. So it's important that we know competition should not be within others, but other than with yourself. And only because you want to be better than you were last year, five years ago, because it is our path to continue growing. So thank you for sharing this. It's very, very inspiring. So I want to go back, Anita, just like I think we, we kind of jumped into this conversation because I was so excited. I really wanted to learn, like when I was reading through your interview, I saw like you're a surgical technician. This is amazing. But I want to go back a little bit and just kind of just like review again about your story. So you were born in Florida and you live in Florida currently. 
you are a beautiful 40-year-old lady, and I, I'm so happy that you actually came here to celebrate your birthday with, uh, with me. So you're going to be turning 41 next month, and you are a certified surgical technician. You are divorced and still kind of, you know, figuring out your relationship at this moment with no... no that's not true anymore. Not true anymore? Okay, share that with me. I mean, with us. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> I'm in a relationship, but I'm going to leave it at that. Oh. And I am very happy. So happy for you. So happy for you. Congratulations. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, so Anita, describe yourself within three words that you believe are part of your personality. Funny, kind, and sweet. I have to agree with that. <laughs> you're definitely funny, you are kind, and you are sweet. I think this is this this just shows that you definitely know yourself. And I believe the more we grow older, the more we are aware of ourselves, we definitely are able to identify all of these. And ladies, there is nothing wrong with you knowing those things about yourself. Like you're, you're saying those things about yourself. Like think, like do it, that exercise right now. Yourself, choose three words that describe you. Okay. Did you think about that? Okay. I gave that moment so you could think about it. <laughs> So do this exercise and describe yourself in this way. There's so many things that other people will, will say about you, even like the bad things, which you definitely, you know, if somebody's telling you something bad, don't, that's probably not a friend that you want to be, have around. But it's important for you yourself, because once we start realizing those little details about, you know, our personalities, that helps us to actually continue on the growth path, which is what we're here for. You don't want to be regretting, you know, like you don't want to go back into your story and the, like being the same five-year-old that you were before. You know, we grow, we grow. Just let's, let's put that out there. So once we grow, we also have to realize what we took, like what is that that made us grow? What made us become today? So that is a very good exercise for you to do at home. And you don't need to think much because you already know, you know yourself. But thank you for sharing. Yes, you are funny, kind, and sweet, Anita. So I want to get a little bit more personal. Uh, Anita, tell me a fun fact about your childhood. I'm an only child by my mother, because I'm the oldest child by my father. I was blessed to, this is pretty cool, I was blessed to see my great-grandmother's mother. That was a pretty cool, that was a pretty big deal for me. So that made, you know, there was longevity. She was, I was 20 when she passed away and yeah, but that's, you know, she, it was, that was a fun, that was, to me, that was kind of cool to meet her and I like to crochet and sew and I'm very, that's, that's my thing. I like to be creative. So I like, I, you know, I like sewing, crocheting, putting together things and, you know, DIY stuff. So that's my de-stress. That's the, that's a little hidden fact, Jim. This is so sweet. Let me go back on your great-great-grandmother story. This is definitely not something common. I can see how you also believe how it is a blessing. It was a blessing that you were able to meet her. So I just want to ask you, how old yours was your great-great-grandmother when she passed, if you don't mind me asking? 
I think 102. Look at that. 102 years old. This is amazing. Wow. Your family probably has some genetics in there that will probably <laughs> be inspiring to many others. I don't know if I want to live past the hundreds, but if I do, I will consider myself so blessed and yeah. to be able to, to see great grandchildren and, you know, like live that life, you know, like that's amazing. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. And now tell us something interesting that about yourself that most people don't know. Everyone thinks that I'm outgoing and I'm a social butterfly, and I'm really not. <laughs> I'm an introvert. I'm really to myself and quiet. I'm a homebody. My circle is very small. I, you know, I talk to my best friend and my and my sugar <laughs> every day. I, other than that, I'm pretty, pretty, you know, self-contained. I guess you can call it. Um, I have, I like being home with my babies, um, Mika and Sam, or Sammy, and uh, and I love to DIY, and that's it. I, I just, I'm really an introvert. Like I have to be alone to. I need to recharge, especially when I give somebody all of me all day long. I have to go home. I have to regroup. I have to recharge. And just, you know, get myself together to face whatever I, have, I need to face. I need that 30 minutes. Uh, I need an hour to regroup and then I'm okay. But that's only a short amount of time that I'm probably going to be okay. I'm kind of burnt out, but I'm giving you my last little bit. But I'm not going to be here long. I'll see you later. Okay. This is interesting, actually, because I think ever since we met, we met pretty much a year ago, I think, now, right? Almost there. I would never say that. I never. Really? Yeah. You express yourself in such a beautiful manner. Like you, you are so articulated and, and all of that. So I didn't, I definitely didn't pick that up on you. And we had a lot of fun doing your photo shoot. It laughed a lot. So yeah, I didn't pick that part up, but good to know. <laughs> and <laughs> you do it very well. <laughs> But, you know, um, regardless if you are, you know, like you're not as a social butterfly or not, regardless, it's always good to have a good time for yourself, like sometime by yourself and for yourself. There's nothing wrong with that. So there you go. It's it's very good. And you definitely hide that well. <laughs> and I, uh, I'm happy to hear that. <laughs> it's always good to learn like little details about people. So it's a good thing. And so tell me now about, uh, do you have any guilty pleasures? For example, mine, I love tacos. I love watching Netflix, especially on my time off. If I'm, you know, of course I should be like doing something else, but no, I'm like sitting there watching Netflix and then it kinda, I kind of get guilty in the back of my mind. <laughs> and, and Amazon Prime, but okay, this is like a secret in between us, but I want to know from you, what is... What is like one of your guilty pleasures, one or more? Right now, I think bottle of wine. Yeah, a bottle of wine and flowers. I um, I I, I like buying flowers. No, I know they'll die anyway. <laughs> I like buying them anyway. So far, so far, I'm not going to they do. They haven't died. Flowers are always beautiful to have. Nothing wrong with them. Uh, 
<laughs> but there you go. Wine and flowers. Hey, significant other. Anita, significant other. Did you get the clue? <laughs> there you go. I'm, I'm actually helping. Okay. Relationship advice here. <laughs> Oh, things are getting hot here because the next thing I want to know from you, Anita, what makes you feel sexy? Honestly, everything and nothing. Everything and nothing. It all depends on my mood and how I look that day, how I feel that day. Um, I'm always confident. Um, that's, that's fact. But sometimes you just want to put on a pair of tights and a t-shirt. But you can feel sexy. In your tights and t-shirts, you can feel, you know, um, and, and sexiness isn't about just your body. It's your mindset. It's how you feel in your head. It's, it's, you can, you don't have to be snobby about it, but you can also be like, you know what? I'm, I'm that. I'm that chick. I'm, that's who I am. I am Anita. That's who I am. That's nobody else. You can impersonate me. You can possibly steal my identity, but you would never be me. You would never not you would never be who I am as a person and that makes me feel sick. Love that. I love that from the bottom of my heart. I think that's probably one of the most meaningful answers I got here because it definitely tells that you are a bombshell right from the beginning. <laughs> right from the beginning. This is amazing. It's true. Like sexy is a state of mind it is not the amount of clothes you wear it's not the amount of makeup you have of course it's always good to have those like have a day for yourself and and do those fun things but you know on the daily basis that's not who we are and should you not be sexy or feel sexy because of that of course not of course not you definitely have to find ways where you love yourself it is about loving yourself like when you look at yourself in the mirror And you're like, wow, thank you, God. I am so, you know, I have this beautiful body. I have this beautiful experience that I'm allowed to, to, to live. And, you know, just those little things already make you feel sexy. Thank you for my hair. Thank you for my face. Thank you for my, you know, my lungs that I can breathe, you know. Especially with this COVID thing mm -hmm. going around. So be thankful. I don't like everything about me but I love me. So that's what I'm saying. I don't like everything about me, but I love everything about me. I love me as a person and as a whole. You know, there's some things I don't like, but I mean, that's everybody. Everybody, you know, has something they don't like. Somebody doesn't like their pinky toe and their left foot. That's like, I don't like that. But you have to love yourself. Love yourself wholeheartedly and allow yourself to do that regardless of whatever's happened to you in your past whatever has happened to you and your whatever's going on in your present and you know because this is set the tone for whatever's going to happen in the future so allow yourself to love yourself and be sexy to yourself before you can be sexy to anyone else and it's not about putting on the negligees or the even the angel wings You can walk around with your own angel wings and you can physically feel them on you even though nobody else sees them. You can have your own angel wings, your own bombshell angel wings. You can be that person every day. Absolutely. We have to remember, of course, that this is a journey. For some people, it does take some time to get into their mindset. And for others, it is, a little, for some reasons, a little bit easier. We are all different. And this is a good thing. We don't want to be 
all the same, of course. But it is a journey. It is something that we should enjoy. We should understand that even if we don't feel that way right now, it is something that you have to work on. And when you get there, you know, we, we get that confidence and then that, that love. This is about love. It's like loving yourself first. Then it'll be much easier for you to understand the message. And this is a message that I like to share with all the ladies. Having Taking some time for yourself or doing something that you enjoy. Doing the photo shoot is definitely one of the things that can help you, but it's not the only one. But what is more important really is for you to understand that that self-love needs to start within. It's part of your journey. And sometimes, even if you don't feel confident, look for things that they're familiar to you. Look for things around and say, okay, I, I know I'm afraid. I'm, I know I'm, it's going to be a challenge to go through this situation, but I'm going to do it. And this is how you grow. This is how you get out of this comfort zone and you reach out for something new. And once you were there on the other side, you were like, wow, I'm so glad I did it. I'm so glad I did it. So it's like every single day is a little step. Walk that step and keep walking and keep walking. When you see you went through a whole staircase, okay? So don't think that everybody comes here or everybody at least that I, I talk with, don't, let's not think that people already have that built in. There is always something for us to get better at. And like Anita said, it is always something that we don't feel super confident or comfortable about, but we still have to love that. This is part of who we are, you know? So I love what you said there, Anita. Thank you so much for sharing. You just put into words what I keep preaching here <laughs> for everybody. <laughs> Okay. So Anita, what keeps you up at night? Do you have any sort of particular worries, anything that takes away your, your sleep or anything like that? Honestly, really not much anymore. Whatever it is, I pray about it and I leave it with God and I can't worry about everything that happens in my life anymore. I can't. It's just life is so short, especially with COVID and everything going on. It humbles you to know that even though I, even though you have to, Still stay six feet away, <laughs> but hug your, hug your family, love them, kiss them, air hug, and, you know, blow kisses, do Zoom meetings, do kisses and things like that. Bring about everything anymore. I used to, when I was younger, I was, a, you know, a little misworried, but I can't anymore. I can't worry about things that are out of my control. I can't, if I can control it, then it's nothing, still nothing to worry about because I can control it. I can fix it. You know, and that's it. But if it's something I can't fix, I'm going to still take it to God and let him deal with it. And I'm going to keep stilettoing, <laughs> walking. I'm just going to keep walking in my heels. This is beautiful. It makes a lot of sense to me because I believe that I, I think the same way. Of course, there's always a little thing here and there. You have to pay a bill. You have to <laughs> take your child somewhere. There is always a little thing, but it shouldn't be to the point where it takes away your peace and your joy of living and those very same simpler things that today we think are simpler but in the past they used to be something that would take you you know take your your sleep away so there are just things that are not worth it on doing anymore so I, i'm glad you you got into that mindset as well because whatever you can control pray and keep going because <laughs> keep going I think I, 
but you know, it definitely, like you said, you know, about expressing how you are in your femininity, that also has to come with time as well. And I used to worry, you know, I used to be a worry ward, and especially after my mother passed because I was an adult, but I was still young. And I took a lot of problems to her because that's mom. Everybody, when, when you can't do anything, you know, what do you do? I call my mom, you know? So I had to, you know, and I, I didn't have that resource anymore. So I just, I just had to learn to pray about it and learn to take beat it there and learn to just go about my day and just be like, okay, I have to let him handle it. I can't, I can't handle it. I have to let him handle it. I love that. Yeah. Wow. And I love my mama too. Oh, all mamas out there. (laughs) All mamas out there, just know that you are so enjoyed, like you are so appreciated, you know. Yes. Yes. 100%. Your kids will know. know. They'll learn when they get older how important you are. So you're doing a great job, mom. Amen to that. (laughs) (laughs) Amen to that. (laughs) All right. Anita, share with us a defining pivotal moment in your life? My first travel assignment. I drove all by myself, all by myself, <laughs> to Maryland alone. Um, I was with my family, I was with my friends for three whole months, 13 weeks, learning a new town. I was in Rockville. I was learning, you know, where things were and challenging myself not to use my GPS and not get lost. <laughs> Learning a new town, like I said, learning a town. It was it was all very cool to me. That was like a pivotal thing. I mean, I've traveled before, but you know, that's for vacation. And you're only there for a couple of days or maybe a week. And then you go home. You let your Uber driver figure out where you have to go. You don't pay attention to things until you get where you're at, right? So I was up there for three months and I had my car. I had to learn where things were. And I, I found the things that I needed and I stayed in my circle because COVID was so bad. I couldn't go to the gym or anything like that because COVID was so bad. So I would, you know, work out maybe in my room or go for a walk outside if it wasn't snowing and cold. <laughs> so, but other than that, that was the only thing. And uh, kind of just learning my way around a new place where I knew no one. I didn't know anyone. That was pretty cool to me. But I did learn with Krispy Kreme. That was Wow, that is amazing for many, many reasons. And look at you, you actually found me when you were, I think you were like uh, two or three weeks away from going back home. Was that right? Yes, I was about two weeks from going home. No, I was a week. It was a week, a week from going home, I think. And I was like, I'm going home next week. And because <laughs> yeah, it was like in February, it was after my birthday, I know that, but it was like, I'm going home in a week. I'm so glad it worked out yes. for you to actually do this while you're here. It was it was part of your adventure, let's call it like that. It was. Yes, look at that. Now you have all these stories to tell, beautiful pictures to see. Oh my goodness. Congratulations. That was a very amazing assignment. And leaving out of your city, you know, to actually live in another place definitely gives you a different view of other like how other people live and how they behave, even inside of the same country. mm -hmm, Absolutely. So, wow. Amazing. Amazing. (laughs) So tell us, what did you do following, like, you know, like after that moment, like 
after you were here in Maryland? What happened after that? What did you learn from that pivotal defining moment in your life? I hate snow. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I have to agree with her. <laughs> okay. Never ever go north in the winter. That's why. And you know, it's because they have a snow burner and they come here and I'm going there. You are so blessed. You live in Florida. You don't have to deal with shoveling. You don't have to deal with all of that last-minute situation. Sometimes it doesn't even snow. We prepare so much here, and it doesn't snow. And you go to the supermarket, everything is empty. Oh, my goodness. I mean, don't take me wrong. Snow is so beautiful, especially for pictures. I love it, love it, love it. But on a daily basis, when you know you have to actually be here, It just makes you tired. Yeah, so I totally get that, Anita. And, you know, I'm glad you. this is the only thing that you <laughs> you, you took out of, a, you know, as negative part of here. But I, I, in the end, it is what it is. <laughs> okay, so Anita, share your motto or a favorite quote with us. Mm. God will not take you where grace and mercy won't. Beautiful, I love it. Love it so much. It's uh, it, it says everything. You should definitely put this on your kitchen or something. <laughs> Print it, put in there. You know, beautiful reminder. So say that again. Say it so we can hear. Okay. So if God will not take you, where grace and mercy won't keep you. Amazing. Oh, love it. Okay, Anita, I want to know a little bit about your boudoir experience now because I'm super excited to learn. Why did you decide to do a boudoir session? Can you share with us your main reason? It was something that I just wanted to do. I had been thinking about it for a while, but it was just something I most definitely just wanted to do. I wanted to express my femininity, my feminine side, my feminine sexy me, and not the scrub working me. I'm out here scrub my official uh, people. You'll hear a lot of people in the middle calling their uh, pajamas. I'm so glad you did. Your pictures look amazing, like amazing. I'm so proud of you. So proud. <laughs> so what was your favorite part of the photo shoot experience? Actually, the whole thing was amazing. The whole, the, the entire experience was amazing. There was nothing that I would take away from what I, from my photo shoot, except, except, and I, she told all of us bombshell this. She says, make sure you're hydrated and you stretch because <laughs> you're going to be sore the next day. And oh my God. Yes, let me go back on that part in there. This is important to tell. I, I tell the ladies, I kind of joke with them. Hey, you think you're coming here for a boudoir session? <laughs> And then I laugh. 
You are coming here for a stretching session. You know, I'm going to stretch you like a pretzel. <laughs> so seriously, ladies, this is part of, yeah, some people do get a little bit more sore than others. Some people don't even feel anything. I, I'm always curious to ask, hey, how are you feeling today after the photo shoot, like one or two days after? Because I just want to know like how their body is going. The thing is, when you come here, I'm definitely, you know, like the way I pose you, it definitely requires stretching, like putting your arms up, arching, doing all those little things. And many of those parts in our body, we're just not used to stretch as often. We can walk. We can sit, we can do this and that, but imagine like yourself going to the gym for the first time after, I don't know, like months, and then you come here and then you start stretching. So of course your body is going to react is a little bit. It's just like when you're going to the gym, it's nothing major. However, some people will feel more, some people will feel less, but the most important thing is that when you see your pictures, you're like, Okay, okay, I get it. So you stretch more. You're like, when you see them, you're like, you feel so excited that you don't even care about that part. I mean, you don't even know if this is going to be on your memory later, but you, your beautiful pictures will definitely be there. <laughs> awesome. So now that you have officially become a bombshell, Anita, because everybody's a bombshell, but here with me, you only become a bombshell when you actually do your photo shoot. So tell me in your own worlds, what does the word bombshell mean to you today? Today, the bombshell means to me mm, an explosion of sexiness and just one in one shell of a person. Just that just like angry bird, just boom, you know, <laughs> like the bomb, the one that blows up, that was like angry bird. Just <laughs> boom, you know, that's that's what you are. You're that, that big black ball of angry bird. And then when it gets all ready and it just, boom, it just blows up. So to me, that's what it is. Just a, an explosion of sex. I can tell. Yeah, I can tell. Explosion right in there. You know, even you describing that angry bird in there, you know, I'm like, yeah. I can visualize this explosion with sexiness. Yes. yes. I think that's you the best visual. Out. I love that. I love it so much. <laughs> okay, ladies. Yeah, we, we definitely can make that happen here for you. Yes. <laughs> oh, wow. So what was your number one takeaway from that experience? Like in general, then, Anita, why, what did this photo shoot do for your self-confidence, your self-worth, your self-image? I definitely came away with more confidence in my own image. I, I like I said earlier, I'm I'm confident in myself already, but it just it just confirmed my confidence. It was my confirmation of my confidence in myself. I it was such an amazing experience from the makeup to the change of the clothes, and you know, it makes you feel like you're almost like your own Victoria's Secret model and you're hurrying back to the backstage and you're, you know, you're changing for your next, you know, your next runway walk. And you're just, you know, you just come out and you're in whatever you decided to come out, no matter what your body type is. And Daisy already makes you feel so confident and so sexy. And then you get to leave with that same 
confidence and that same sexy sexiness, you know, tucked tuck away in the file in your brain. You know what? I can rock this. Yeah. You can be a size zero or you can be a size whatever. It doesn't matter. 26, 32, whatever. And you can take away from what from this photo shoot your your own personal self-image. And you're like, I'm her. I'm I'm that chick. I'm her. This is incredible. So see, this is not me saying it. It's actually a bombshell right in here in the flash. She's telling you confidence, you know, confidence. This is something that some people will say, like, I don't have a confidence to do a photo shoot. Girl, just show up. Just show up. Just show up. <laughs> That's all you have to do. Whatever you want to wear for your photo shoot. I brought, so I brought like a whole wardrobe of clothes. And Daisy was like, okay, this is good. This is good. And it was like, okay, we're going to use this. I think this is what's going to make it pop. And this is what's going to make it even more sexier than this. And da, 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 da. And you go through the stages of sexiness. And this is amazing. Awesome. There you go. So yes, you have to just show up. Confidence you come as you actually do the photo shoot. So if you're not there just yet, just give yourself a chance and then show up. That's all you have to do. <laughs> Thank you, Anita. That's amazing. So as we walk towards the end of our interview here with Anita today, which, oh my gosh, I am in love. I am in love. I think we can talk for days, Anita. I can. Yeah, we can. There's so much subjects to go through. But as we are walking towards the end of this interview, I just wanted to know from you, like just in a few words, if you have a, a piece of advice for any woman listening to your words, to your interview today, what would that be? Take the risk you want in life. Just take them. It's okay. Take them. Don't allow anyone to make you feel unworthy of being who you are. You you are who you are and where you are in your life because that's where you're supposed to be right now for that season. So take the risk. Step out on faith and take the risk and just do it. Take the new promotion. Yeah, you might not be qualified, but you will be qualified. Take, I mean, because somebody saw that in you. Take the risk. It's okay. Because you can, if you fall down, trust, you'll get back up. It's your bombshell. You're going to get back up. Totally. 100% agree with you. That's, that's wonderful. And in a few words, if you could go back and talk to your past self, like Anita, a few years ago, what advice would you give yourself, Anita? Start living an experienced life. Don't tie yourself to a pole that isn't going anywhere. Tie yourself. There's different various types of poles. We have fishing poles, stationary poles, whatever. Don't tie yourself to something that isn't going anywhere. If it's not going to benefit you later, then, you know, leave it behind. It's okay. It's okay. It don't take luggage that you don't need. Take the risk. This is beautiful. All right, babes. So this is time to do the crowd forge. The crowd forge is a question that I ask for our bombshell being interviewed, and you know, you pretty much answer each other. So our last bombshell was Sarah, and Sarah wants to know from Anita what made you decide to do this shoot. Like I said before, it was just something that I wanted to do. It was just something I wanted to do. I enjoyed, I enjoyed every minute of it. It was something that is one of my risks. <laughs> I wanted to take in life. Which, it, it, I wouldn't even count it as a risk. 
it was just a bucket list check off that I wanted to do. And it was amazing. And it, like I said before, it boosted my self-confidence even more in myself. And it, um, it was, I just had an amazing time. That's it. I love that. Thank you for, you know, answering Sarah. So it's your turn now, Anita. Please ask a question to the next bombshell that will be interviewed after you. So what would you like to ask this future bombshell? After your session, what did you do and how did you feel? Lovely. So whoever is our next guest is going to be answering Anita. And I think we had such a great time today. I definitely loved to hear your, your experience of life, your takeaway of all the situations and all the things that come through, like from the beginning of your life to now. I appreciate you so much, Anita, for not only the opportunity to get to photograph you, but actually to get to know you in a more personal level. And for being here, also sharing all this this beautiful experience of life that you have. It is very inspiring, very positive to have people like yourself around because that's what we have to surround ourselves with, with as much positivity as we can. It doesn't mean that life is always perfect. We always have a problem. We always have something here to deal with. But how you deal with those things, this is important. And we can definitely tell that you are a very positive person in that matter. And I feel blessed. So thank you so much for being here on the podcast with us. Is there anything else that you wanted to say before we, we end? No, you good. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being patient as well. I know that with my schedule and everything, I'm so hard to catch up with. <laughs> thank you for being patient. I'm always here for you, girl. I got you. <laughs> All right, Bombshells, thank you so much for listening to this beautiful episode with Anita here. I truly hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. Enjoy. And remember, don't get stuck into things that are too little in your life. Like, see the bigger picture, enjoy life, and keep moving forward. And again, thank you so much for listening to this episode. And I'll see you on the next one with the Bombshell Tells All, the podcast. See ya. Bye. Ladies, thank you for listening to today's podcast. Please don't forget to share the positivity and love with your friends by subscribing and sharing this message so we can continue producing more content for you. And remember, self-love starts within. I am your host and photographer, Daisy Teixeira with the bombshell tells all, the show. <laughs>